are back with the Afterwatch, watching My Hero Academia. It's the OVA Season 1 Save Rescue Training for Jump Festa. That's yeah, like the longest that's a, title. That is a lot of words. That is a <laughs> lot of words. <laughs> All right. Okay. But uh, I'm Tim. I'm Evan. That's right. Oh, what happened yeah. to always Evan? Well, I, you know, I am always Evan. But That's true. Today okay. I'm Evan. Yeah. yeah, it was just how we <laughs> set it up, I guess. It, it was. It never... was. You, yeah. you you served it a little low. Yeah, I couldn't spike it. But anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. We are going to talk all about this OVA from season one. Before we get there, though, be sure you're subscribing and sharing and commenting and reviewing and all the things that we always talk about, you know? Yeah, do all that stuff because we really appreciate it. And we, and we yeah, like we're getting a lot of reviews. I appreciate it. I want to see really more. really cool. Yeah, bring it. At some point, we're going to have to go to, you know, like maybe have like a drive to uh, to get 100 reviews or something. I don't oh, know. I, I what like do you that. think? What, well, what, what, what do the listeners get? I, what's, well, what's, I mean, what's the I drive? Know. Well, we're just driving to get there. Are we just going to get into a car and drive? That's the drive to 100? I don't know. We're at, <laughs> at, at the time of recording, we're at 66. Ah, okay. Yeah, we, we've got some room. So, first off, we kind of get a recap. It feels weird to be back in season one. Yeah, I got to tell you, it, it took me a minute to kind of like wrap my head around like seeing the old suits and seeing everybody still like as beginners, basically. Some of the stuff that goes on in this episode, I'm like, oh, dude, full cowling could have handled this entire episode. Yeah, but there is no full cowling. So no, we get the finger <laughs> smash. We get the finger smash. I was like, it's oh, so, come it was on. Like a... <laughs> It was kind of nice to see you. Nostalgic. Yeah, I'll go with that. (laughs) But anyway, so it starts out, we're getting the recap from Aizawa, uh, Racerhead, about how the villain showed up that first time for that USJ attack. Right. And took out him, took out 13. uh, All Might showed up. And then Ida, of course, grabbed all the other teachers. And a bunch of students were injured. Yeah, but everyone we know basically got out okay except for right. deku got kind of messed up yeah he always does every time well i feel like now he doesn't as much because he's gotten smarter but back in the day like well, he's also gotten stronger that's true because a lot of it was self-inflicted before it was yeah because remember how many times was it like okay some fights over he's in there with recovery girl just uh ridiculous anyway so, <laughs> so it's uh four weeks later they're back training at that same place. Yep. I kind of like this because it uh, it kind of shows you what would have happened. I mean, what do you well, think? I mean, it shows you what... Yeah, I mean, would have. Shows you what did. I but uh, yeah, 13, he, she's still all like hurting. Her back is all hurting still. Right. Uh, Aizawa's still in that mode where his face is all bandaged up. Right, right. All Might's not there. They even mention it. But, you know, it's kind of put off to the side. Yeah. Uh, Deku says, hey, All Might's supposed to be here. And yeah. I was always like, yeah, forget about that guy. And, of course, that comes back at the end. But Deku's like, oh, man, is he upset? Is there something wrong? Right. Always, you know, overthinking what it. What yeah. did I do? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. But so the first thing, it's going to be some rescue training. It literally, yeah. Like the entire the entire episode is rescue training up until things go awry. Yeah, I mean, they what this is is it's a uh, original uh, animation. They made this up for 
um, the Blu-ray or whatever. So there's special event. They always have OVAs for a lot of these big seasons. Uh, Jump Festa is an annual party or expo in Japan. It's all about manga and anime. Yeah, it started in 1999. It's held for two days in December. And I think they 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 do the whole fourth wall break and and mention it at some point. It's, it's true. It's I hilarious. didn't get to that part yet, but uh, I love that part. Right? She hit, it caught me off guard because I didn't know about Jump Festa until after I saw that, and I had to pause the episode and like look it up because I was like, "What is she talking about?" And then I yeah. started cracking up because I was like, "You just called yourself you just called yourself an anime." <laughs> like that was awesome. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. The first three kids that go to the bottom of the uh, chasm or whatever, right? Right. Um, one's supposed to be unconscious, one's hurt, and one's worried. Of course, it's like the big three from season one. It's uh, Deku, uh, Uraka, and Ida, right? Right. It's kind of weird because Ida's kind of faded into the background a little bit at this point, season three, you know? Yeah. So to bring back him back then, to being to... like, yeah, he was a, a primary per- a player in, in the Yeah, film. he was a big player. I think all the way up until the Stain arc. Yes. Post-Stain, he kind of fell off. Which is weird because I think there's some ebb and flow to some of these characters too. We'll see with season four, a lot of main characters kind of drop off a little too. Did you love how Uraka gets all up in Deku's face and she's like, it's always so close. Yeah. <laughs> it's back to those days where he's it is. so freaked out about her still. Yeah. And, and it cracks me up because, because I mean, you got, there's, there's got to be feelings between those two. I mean, obviously on her side, but there's got to be something for him. Like, well, yeah, I'm just by the time for that moment when they when they actually have him show it. Yeah, well, Deku's probably at nosebleed. Oh, you know, part super nosebleed. <laughs> That's where they're at, I think. Um, but the people that have to save them, you got Bakugo, Todoroki, Tokiyami and Momo. And that's um, I mean, it's season one. I don't think that Todoroki and Momo had really done much. Even Tokiyami, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. This is probably the first time that they actually kind of have a big sort of role. Yeah. And it's weird because I think the first time we actually see Todoroki's powers are during that USJ attack, right? And uh, same with Momo. Yeah. Yep, that's right. So, I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of like they they knew these people were going to be big in the whole thing, scheme of things. Well, anyway, I mean, yeah. Writers, and then, So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And they probably, well, they also could see where the manga was going because the manga's ahead of it. Oh, that's you know? right. That's right. Yeah, so they can see that too. But of course, Bach goes upset because he has to save Deku and Sue breaks that fourth wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, though. It's so good. Yeah. But, uh, but what's funny is uh, Bakugo starts arguing, and even though Todoroki takes point, 13 is totally enamored with him, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Momo does rush up and do the whole thing where you're supposed to reassure the victims for the first, you know, the first thing. Oh, you yeah. do. And it's, it's kind of weird because we just did the provisional license stuff and that's kind of an echo of that, but this happened before, before, you know? Yeah. So they should be prepared for the provisional license stuff with that. Yeah. That's weird. Right. That's what Ova's do. They kind of try. <laughs> yeah. They... I don't even know if they're canon really. Right. <laughs> it's up in the air. And of course, Mineta is being super creepy, checking out the girls. Dude, yeah, the the level, I don't know. It, it, the, yeah, maybe it's just because. Uh, and you mentioned this to me before that Ovas tend to always like just shove in fan service. 
They do I, a lot of times. I never really thought about that until this episode. I was like, Jesus, it's so in your face. And it's not like the typical uh, My Hero Academia feel. It's a little overboard. It is. Maybe if this was how they they played it from the start, then I'd yeah, be like, but they okay, don't. cool. Because it's, it, it, it's funny. It definitely is funny if that was the kind of anime we were watching. It's not that kind of anime. It's not a fan service anime. It's definitely uh in all ages yes it's it's in all ages for sure so it was kind of a for me it felt like a little bit of a disappointment that they that they went that far Um, i mean they've gone a little far how many times does he talk about harems and stuff he talks about (laughs) it but never do do they have the girls bending over and him totally like perving on them oh yeah i guess you're right right well it's only this ova right no 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 really it was the other one too yeah oh we'll have to talk about when we get there oh yeah so we're still on that first time they're they have to go down and rescue Ida and Uraka and Deku and right. Uraka's she can't stop laughing. Yeah. She's <laughs> giggling because Ida is so in the moment. It's kind of like that um what was that villain th- when he was the villain during yeah. season 1? Uh yeah, Tokiyami goes down and has um Dark Shadow basically push her up, right? He, and it's so it's, funny cuz so- there's that point where he's arguing with Dark Shadow. He's like Dark Shadow moving. He's like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. Ah, he's got this super attitude with him. Yeah, it's so early My Hero Academia. It's yeah. Funny. And Deku's just super like, oh, man, he's so cool. And you can tell <laughs> Tokiyami's just kind of like, oh, oh, is he really? Oh, that's cool. All right. Yeah, he's like kind of like blushing, you know? Yeah. So but I this thought, is where 13 cool. really goes into the whole how Bakugo is amazing. So yeah. it's just they're like, I, I I don't know that we I, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give you a hard pass on what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But then we get some more rescues. We have Uraka basically floating a bandaged Sue up. Yeah, uh, which is really cool because everyone's like, oh, how are we going to get her up? And then boop, they're like, oh, she's genius. But it's also awkward because Deku catches her and then she's like, put me down. This is embarrassing. Right? This is embarrassing. Put me down. Call me. Sue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it kind of is though. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't guess. know. They're they're young. I feel like she's almost like kid sister to him. I can see that. Yeah. Do you know that kind of feel? Yeah. She she doesn't have that. Uh, I don't know. She definitely has that kid sister or girl. Not not even a girl next door feel. It's very very much like little kid sister. Yeah, something like that. Where because uh, you have a lot of girls that do kind of. Uh, fixate on Deku a little bit. Maybe not fixate, admire him, uh, flirt with him. I can think of not just Uraka, but of course Hatsume and stuff, right? Right. Uh, But she's not really that way. Then they go to a new area where they're doing rescues, more rescues. They have eight people are being um, rescuers. 16 have to hide, and then eight of which can't talk. So it's a lot of search and and rescue right yeah big old hide and seek game that's that's yeah. what they call it and of course bakugo uraka deku and mineta are the rescuers right freaking nerd why am i always with you yeah and that's again they break the fourth wall yep but mineta that's when he starts being creepy again talking about you know uh helping the girls and deku's like you're forbidden to touch or <laughs> yeah you're you're out do anything like, with the girls you can't touch anybody with the girls you're done yeah <laughs> and of course bakugo is bakugo so he like blasts away and and goes and does his own thing of and course. leaves the other and uh deku has the idea of kind of like calling and trying to find the people 
that uh, can talk first, right? Right. And anyway, Todoroki, we see him hiding, thinking about the whole Endeavor being his dad. He's still in the mode where he's half ice. He's not fire at yeah, all. Yeah, he, he doesn't use the fire yet. That's right. But then some random guy attacks, right? It's a villain. It is a big old villain. Yeah. And the next time we see... Um, Todoroki, he's basically out yep. and being just like uh, carried around, like kind of on the, on the villain side, from just like his, uh, from his belt. He's carrying by yeah. his pants. And this villain's coming, basically coming after everyone because they're out there rescuing. And all of a sudden, uh, Ida just starts running like, no, get out of here. Be- you know, they're doing what? Ojiro has the idea of helping people like with Mineta's balls. Yeah. And Uraka kind of saves Jiro and Remember all they, that kind they of They create stuff. that ladder out of his yeah. balls and, and items that are there. You're right, right, right. Yeah. That um, was really cool, actually. But the villain shows up. Aizawa won't help. So that's the first thing. That should tell you that it's not like the other attack. Remember, they were like, uh, we're injured. We can't really do anything. So they're kind of on their own. <laughs> <laughs> Even 13's like, run away. Yeah. But uh, Bakugo doesn't care. He takes him on. And you kind of see that, you know, Bakugo really has the guts of anyone. No one else is going for it. But he's going, he even does that really cool, like, blast where he flies at the guy, does the, like, flip over, and then blasts back to shoot him in the back, you know? Yeah. And I think it surprises the villain, too. But then everyone's... But it doesn't hurt the villain. The villain's like, you're a wussy. No. They're still very underpowered, especially when the villain does one blast and like clears a huge oh. section of the of the place there. And Deku's like, what the heck is who is this person? Right. Right. And then he talks about how, oh, this guy must have been hiding here the whole time. Like, right. How is he but then there's, here? But there's also the moment when while Bach goes blasting him, Deku uses one of um, Mano's balls to save Todoroki, basically stick it and grab him. Yep. Yep. And then he turns around and does the finger smash, you know, that we, uh, you know, yep. he doesn't really do that anymore. But no. back in the day, that's all he could handle. Yeah. Pre Gran Torino, the whole, uh, all the full cowling and everything. Yeah, yeah. The early years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he basically blasts him. And then it's one, th- he doesn't even really do anything to the villain. But then one it was, more it was, shot- a mode of, it was a mode of distraction. It was. Bakugo blasts him, and then he flies, the villain flies back into a wall where it has a bunch of um, Mineta's balls that are basically stick him to this little, what was that, just like a rock? It was was a giant cinder block or a giant piece of concrete that was like a piece of destroyed wall. Yeah, from the blast. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and of course, they unmask the person. It's All Might. Well, they don't even unmask him. Remember, he unmasked himself. Oh, you're he right. He himself, and he's like, "Ha ha, it's me!" And they're like, "And then you everyone's <laughs> They beat the hell out of him because <laughs> he went overboard. Yeah, they're like, you "What? What the hell?" Eraserhead was opposed to it. Yep, yep. Then we get the flashback where he's like, "I'm gonna do this," and they're like, "Dude, they just dealt with this. Like, they need time to recover." And he's like, "No, they got to realize this is a learning experience. They got to realize that." At any given time, you gotta be put in this situation, so you gotta be ready for it, regardless of where you are in your head. I guess it's right. Todoroki like slow walking away, and it kind of ends with that. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, but but then you also get the you also get the little they flash over to Todoroki actually working with him. That when All Might snagged him up, he was like, "Hey, it's me. I need you to work. That's I want true. you to play with me." And they're like, "All right, yeah, okay, that's cool." Yeah, but because of that, he wasn't part of the whole. Uh, 
stopping the villain. Right, right. He was just kind of there. Which is the weird because they even call out that he's the strongest, right? At that point, they everyone thinks he's the strongest. And that's where they were kind of like, oh man, this guy's got the strongest. We're in super trouble. Well, I think they call him that because he was the walk-on, right? Yeah. You're still in that era. Him, him and Momo were the walk-ons at this time. Anyway. Uh, is it weird to you that Mineta was so... They kept bringing him around. Like, he's front and center a lot. He's even part of the main group in that second four rescue time. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I don't think it's weird because of the, of the time period, you know? But he's... Yeah, they really... There's a lot of his power being used. Rescuing, but I, I fighting mean, All Might. Honestly, I I think that the whole purpose is that because he is that that pervy portion, and they want him to be front and center. Oh, yeah, okay, I guess you're right. That. I mean, honestly, yeah, that's that's what I think. That's probably right. And you still hadn't we hadn't got to the point where Kaminari was part of that too. No, the dynamic duo is not a dynamic duo yet. It's too early. But anyway, so overall, um, what did you think? I mean, uh, this one was, it was okay. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really, it didn't like keep me captured. It, I it had the funny moments yeah. um, of the break in the fourth wall where I cracked yeah. up. Um, yeah. I could have done without the uh, fan service portion of it. Yeah. Just because it kind of took away from the true My Hero Academia feel the tone i was concerned yeah it kind of get yeah it kind of didn't give it that serious feel i mean it definitely stood out as being a one-off yeah Um, i guess i'm just used to ovas (laughs) i mean it it they kind of push the limits if if you think about it i mean even like the the movies hero rising and two heroes they didn't have any of that yeah but i think that's that's also catering to a big audience too that's ovas are kind of side stories i guess yeah or not even, maybe not even canon. I don't know. We can talk about that. What do you yeah, think? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I because I there's no manga for this. There would have been if if it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this episode, I guess it gave purpose because it, it showed us what they would have had to have gone through originally for the training. And yeah, they, and I kind of like they actually got to go back and experience the training, which was cool. Right. But but then you know, all might ended up showing up and screwing things up again. So it yeah. ended up not Did being you notice- a full training anyway. So that everyone got pissed One, off, beat him up, and then you see him like his little, ooh, like the little ghost of him, like falling out of his body because they all beat him up. This is where you can tell that it was an OVA because there's no way in heck that any of those students would have even thought to do that to him. They would have been mad at him, but they have so much respect for All Might that they would have been like, dude, this was insane. But they never would have gotten mad and started beating him up. So that's yeah, I think it just kind of pushes it a little yeah. bit. They go yeah. over the line a little bit and all these jokes. Yeah, again, it's it's where it kind of pushes it into that. If it was that kind of anime with, with the fan service and stuff, then yes, mm-hmm. it totally fits. It has that kind of feel. Did you notice that the the uh, outfit that he the, that All Might is wearing is the same one that he wears in that Save the World with Love uh, bank robbery? I do notice that. So yeah. I wonder if, if you had seen that Ova before, you would have known or... Because it kind of took me out because as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's All Might. Well, and so, yeah, I mean, for me, I was like, yeah, it's All Might. Okay. Like, it was a dead giveaway. The second the second yeah. he popped out, I knew it was him. Yeah, because who else would use that? Unless I'm trying they... to think, did the OVA come out? Yeah, that was in season three. Oh, you're right. Okay. 
Yeah. So it's, it's a much farther down the line. And, uh, you know, they didn't really reference it except for, oh, All Might's wearing some kind of villain outfit. Right. In that episode. So they didn't say, oh, All Might's wearing the outfit that that one villain wore, you know? Yeah, but I thought, well, in the robbery, we knew that that was All Might in the robbery. Correct. Right from the beginning, you knew it was All Might. So that's the first OVA. We'll get to the next one next week. Um, but I did want to bring up, we had multiple comments, uh, people writing in. So they were talking about how I brought up maybe wanting to do the manga in the uh, interim after we cover season four. And we had a, had a couple people say, well, if you're going to do that, why don't you do the Vigilantes manga? Oh, it just so happens you are deep into that manga. I actually am caught up to date now. Look at that. Okay. But the thing is, I I just don't know that it's worth a whole show, like a whole feed, you know? Like there ah. are certain things that are cool, uh-huh. but I don't know if it would take away from things. Well, like it's really good backstory. Okay. Well, why don't we ask listeners? I mean, do you guys think that when we dip into the manga world um, that we hit vigilantes? I mean, I like the idea because it keeps us from digging into further past our regular seasons. Yeah. Um, and it, it keeps me from, you know, seeing more okay. than I want to see. Cause I don't want to read the mangas. Cause I don't want to get, I want to experience this, this series in the anime. Um, okay. So I okay. do, I do like the idea of doing the vigilantes just for that purpose. Just, just to keep my hero academia pure for my, for my own. Right. My only thing is, and maybe people can tell me what they think of this too. My opinion after reading it is it's kind of a mixed bag. Like, uh, it's not always good. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's recently that you can tell that they're reworking a lot of stuff. Like in the last, I don't know, 20 chapters or whatever you want to call it issues. Um, things really changed. They had a whole like 10 issue arc where it was just about a racer head in school and his friends, so it's it was really actually kind of cool because you got uh, you saw President Mike back then. Even then, he didn't really figure in too much. Okay, it was a lot more about his friend, uh, this guy uh, Loud Cloud, who figures into the main manga later on. Okay, but you also see Midnight. You see Midnight as a oh. third year. Do we get to see the original suit, which is basically a big combat belt and a jean jacket <laughs> and nothing else? That's hilarious. It's ridiculous. You think this is bad fan service? Oh my gosh. Oh god. But um yeah, there's some good moments um and you learned I don't know if it's a backstory. You kind of a lot of what I've learned about Eraserhead because he is almost in every issue, chapter. Okay. You understand him a lot more like why he's like let me ask you this. Why do you think he's tired all the time? <laughs> uh cuz he's he's a nighttime guy. He's a night owl. Yeah. He he's got insomnia. Yeah. He likes to party. No. No, he he uh he basically is one of those overthinking, really conscientious people. I can see and that's that. why I guess that he um they even early on say you'd make a good teacher because you really think about people and really overthink how things should be and like uh <laughs> he's super serious when he gets into any situation, right? Right. But even in school, he's like 
if there's a part where it's just too boring for him or he knows what's about to happen, he even in school, he was getting into that sleeping bag. Is it really funny? Even in school? But uh, so and of course, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, he's a night owl. Yeah, he doesn't sleep. He just goes out and and patrols right at night. So he gets his sleep in during the day when the kids are doing, you know, stupid whatever they're voting on or whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. What, what do you think? Let us know. What, what do you guys think? Would you like us to talk about vigilantes? We could probably do two or three chapters at a time and get through it. There's only about 70 so or so chapters right now. Okay. That's not yeah. too many. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of, I don't know. If you think this episode's filler, <laughs> there's a lot of A filler. lot of filler? Oh, man. I, I, yeah. It's kind of like these main two people, the crawler and pop step. They're okay. kind of goofballs. And then you just have pro heroes come in and out of their daily life. So, yeah, I'll leave I'll leave it up to the I'll, I'll leave it up to the uh, the listeners to tell us if, if they truly want us to dip into the vigilantes. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you why I'll I started. Do you want to yeah, hear yeah, why yeah. I started reading it? Yeah. So have you heard about the um, the ninja vigilante Stendhal? No. It's pretty early on in the manga. I don't know if this is... I don't think it's... Is backstory spoilers? If that person's going to end up later in the show, yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> so we won't talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, if you're interested, um, Stendhal is a good reason to read because it sets up a lot of what is going on in the main uh, whatever show anime manga whatever okay his involvement with the heroes it's a big deal anyway and with that our watch has ended yes i've been tim i've been evan all right take care guys we'll see you next week you guys have a good one at all.